can't is not in my vocabulary. That is a quote by this week's guest, Dorsey Ross. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello. Welcome to episode 176. I am delighted to announce that I'll be speaking at Women in Tech, Texas on 19th through the 20th of May, 2022. This event offers an immersive educational experience for like-minded women to access proven strategies and tools to support them in their mission to achieve their career goals. Registration is now open. Book your pass today and secure a 15% discount with my special discount code. And that code is W-I-T-T-S-P-E-A-K-E-R-15. And the website is www.women-in-tech-texas.com. The topic of this week's episode is, there is always one more round. My guest this week is Dorsey Ross. Dorsey was born with a congenital disability known as Aspert syndrome. When Dorsey was born, his forehead was pushed outward, his nose and mouth were pushed inward, and his fingers and toes were fused, meaning he had no individual movement of them. Doctors gave Dorsey's parents no hope for his survival and advised them to put him into an institution. His parents both knew and trusted God, and they believed that God would do great things in Dorsey's life. Throughout his life, Dorsey had had to overcome a lot of obstacles and trials, being bullied, called names like monster and freak, and undergoing multiple operations. Teachers told Dorsey he would not make it in college, and with all odds against him, he entered Queensboro Community College. After four years there, and after attaining an associate degree, he entered the University of Valley Forge. After four years of hard work and perseverance, he graduated with a bachelor's degree in youth ministry. His life saying is, can't is not in my vocabulary. Because of most of his life, he has never used the word can't. Hi, Dorsey. Welcome to Trina Talk. Well, thank you for having me. Well, you know how I start off the show. I ask all my guests to tell the listeners who you are and how you became the Dorsey that you are today. Okay. Well, my name is Dorsey Ross, and I am an ordained minister, and I travel around sharing my story about what God has done in my life and what has happened in my life with regard to my 
disability regards to what I've overcome in my life. Okay, so for the listeners out there, uh, let's dive a little deeper into your story. And um, you may have to help me pronounce this. So you have Apert's, is that correct? Apert's. It's Apert syndrome, A-P-E-R-T. I think there's an S at the end. Okay. I think it's Apert syndrome. Okay. So explain to the listeners exactly what that is. Yeah, it's a congenital uh, birth defect, it's genetic. And when I was born, my forehead was pushed. I wear my eyes and nose were pushed back into my head, and my fingers and toes were fused together. I mean, I had no individual movement of them. And I also had no skull opening and no room for my brain to grow. And because of that, the doctors advised my parents that I would eventually become brain dead. And that the best option for my parents would be to put me into a institution and to let me be. And thankfully, my parents, you know, didn't do that. They had enough wisdom and enough, you know, knowledge and enough faith to say, you know, look, we're not going to give up on the ground that God has given us. And somehow along the way, while they were in the hospital, they found out that there was a that doctors at another hospital in New York City where I grew up were doing operations on babies like myself and they took me there and they, you know, got another a second opinion. And the doctor there said, well, you know, if he has the operation to open the skull and to allow his brain to grow, he'll have a lot of, you know, difficulties and a lot of obstacles that he'll have to overcome, but he'll, you know, he'll survive. And even at that time, I don't know if that time or later, you know, later on, you know, later on in the life, I don't remember it. I was probably still a baby at the time, but my parents were even told, you know, that they didn't, doctors, other doctors didn't think that I would be able to live past the age of 18. And now I'm, I'll be 45 in, in January. Wow. Wow. You have such an amazing story. And you know what? Thank God for parents, right? That Amen. <laughs> that believe in God and and don't give up on us, you know? And it's just, it's amazing because I'm sitting here talking to you and you're, you know, you're here, you're alive, you're well. And just think it's all because of your parents, right? They didn't listen to what doctors had to say. But they had the foresight to get a second opinion. And this doctor, now, did you undergo surgeries with this other doctor? I did. I, I don't know. The, I, I've been through 68 operations oh. over my lifetime up until I was about 16 or 17. Those were the, basically the major ones. And then 
I had another one while I was in Bible college, but that was because I was a knucklehead and I fell and I broke my arm. Mm. <laughs> and I had to put pins in my arm. Oh, wow. You know, so you're you're a testimony and I can understand why you got into ministry. Right. But you're a testimony to all of us, everyone who always thinks about giving up who thinks that it's too hard or, you know, we've, we've come across some hard times and we're like, Oh, how do we, how do we go through it? So, you know, so tell, tell us about how you're out there inspiring people and what, what exactly are you doing? Yeah. I'm, I travel around, I've been doing it now for the last 14 years, traveling around hearing my story, you know, about, you know, overcoming and about not giving up and about, you know, just to keep persevering in life, you know, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're dealing with, that, you know, you can, that you can keep going, that there is hope out there and that, you know, God will, you know, bring you through and that God will help you during those times of difficulty and during those times of hopelessness. And that you know one of the, one of the reasons why I started the my own podcast was to give people you know inspiration to give people encouragement. Yeah, and, and you know, and what's the name of your podcast? Um, it's just easy. It's just the door to us. So. Okay. Okay. Um. So you're going and you're telling your story. So. Who are you telling your story to? Do you go to schools? Are you going to churches? Are, is there any um, specific demographic that you're going to and that you're focusing on? Um, um, yeah, tell me, what's, yeah. Your, what's your platform? Yeah, there's really no uh, specific demographic. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, I've spoken to all ages of all, you know, I've been, you know, all up the East Coast, I've been down, you know, across the the nation, you know, California, Ohio, Michigan, all different states. I haven't been into the schools yet. That's one of the things I would love to, to do, but it's not, you know, it's not the easiest thing to, to do to get into the, the schools, unfortunately. Yeah. Especially when you have a, a faith-based, you know, background. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I speak to all everybody. You know, we love to do more speaking to, you know, the young people, speaking more to college age and, and youth as well. That's what I wanted to do when I was in Bible college was to become a youth pastor. Mm. But that didn't, you know, that didn't work out. And, you know, God had other had other plans and he opened up other doors as well. You know, and I love what you're saying. And tell tell me what kind of obstacles, I mean, and I can just imagine, but tell tell the listeners some of the specific obstacles that you've come across and how did you deal with those? Because yeah. you're 45 now, so I'm pretty sure, you know, because children are mean you right. know, growing up. So tell us about how you do it. And even now, how do you handle that and um, keep going? Right. I mean, obviously, one of the biggest obstacles I had to deal with was, 
you know, what we call now, I mean, we probably called it back then too, but, but you know, what we call bullying, you know, I would get called names, I would get called, you know, picked on and looked at and stared at, you know, called, you know, monster and freak. And I just had to realize that, you know, and it was tough at times, but, you know, I just had to, and even now I have to remind myself at times that, you know, I was made in the image of God. I was made in, in his, you know, I was made to be his, his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You may not, you know, and this is for anybody that's listening, we may not always understand why people are made differently or why people are born with a certain disability. But it it happens. Unfortunately, you know, it happens. This world is not a perfect world. And unfortunately, things happen in life when it's, when people are born with a health issue and, a health, you know, different health issues, would it be a physical one or be a one in inside the body that nobody knows about unless somebody somebody tells them? Yeah. And I just had to, you know, going back to myself, I just had to realize who I was in Christ and who I was in myself. And I, you know, I look around sometimes in my in my sermons. I, you know, it's such a heavy sermon sometimes. It's such a heavy story. I have to lighten it up sometimes. So, you know, I I look around. I'm like. Man, I wish you know God made me look more like you know Ryan Gosling or one of the good-looking actors you know that are out there. <laughs> well, you have a sense of humor, so I mean, <laughs> that's the you know what that's the good thing. You can you can laugh, and you're happy, you know, and you know what, and you're right. We're all made out of God's image, you know, and. And it's funny because, you know, I think about it, you know, because I have children, but, you know, the Bible says, you know, he doesn't give you more than you can bear. So as a parent, you know, you were made for your parents, right? Because they, they had exactly what they needed. They had the strength that they needed to take care of you and to raise you. And you were for them, you know, and, and that's how I, you know, and, you know, I, I, I believe I'm a believer, you know, I don't know what everybody else's beliefs are and I don't try to impose those on other people, but I truly believe that, yeah, we are all made in God's image. And, you know, we, and that's why I want you to talk to school children, you know, because I think in the day and age with bullying, especially now, you know, cause you're 45, I'm 50, but especially now with computers and everything is done behind a keyboard. So you get people who get that, I call it keyboard courage, right? They'll say things on the, on the internet and sitting behind their keyboard that they would never say to your face. But, and it it goes back to just being a world where everybody, you know, this is, you know, humanity. If we treat everyone the way that we want to be treated, we wouldn't have the issues that we have today. Um, But you know, I, I'm glad you're doing well and you're out doing what you're doing because, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's just amazing, you know? So, so what else are you doing in your life? Cause you've, you've gone to college, you're, you know, you're ordained minister. 
Um, do you have a church somewhere or you just, you just kind of travel around? I could travel around. I, I, I mean, I'm attending the church in, in the area, you know, okay. my neighborhood, but I'm also an author. I have a book out okay. on Amazon and on my website. Um, it's called Overcomer. Okay. And I updated it, you know, last year as well in 2020. Okay. So tell us some of the things that are you're talking about in your book. It, you know, it's my story, my autobiography okay. about my life and about, you know, overcoming, you know, different, my obstacles and how I've overcome them. And I talk about, you know, how I, uh, how I struggled in school, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't do well in school. I had, you know, I had a learning disability and I wasn't always in school, you know, especially when I was younger because of all the operations that I had to face and had to deal with. So that, you know, that helped, that didn't help me in my schooling. So I struggled in certain areas. I don't do well, you know, in math. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things when I started to, get ready to uh, graduate um, high school. And I started to think about, you know, what could I do after I graduated? And I went to a school for people with disabilities. Okay. From the time I was five till I graduated when I was 19. Mm-hmm. So not every student that I went to do school with was able to go on to college. So at this meeting, my mom was there, and my, my mom and my and my dad still are my biggest supporters. You know, right. they always allowed me to figure out, you know, would I be able to do, do this? Would I be able to do that certain event or that certain thing? Right. And there was a high school history teacher in, in this meeting, and he was asked, by you know, by the group of people that were there, do you think that Dorsey will be able to make it in college? And he said, No, I don't think that Dorsey will be able to make it in college. I don't think he had the ability or whatever the his term was. And then they asked me, and I said, Yeah, I think I could make it, you know. And then they asked my mom, and she said, If he thinks that he can make it, he will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, college, again, you know, college wasn't easy for me. It, it, I struggled. I didn't do well. I, you know, it took me four years and they, you know, took me four years to graduate, you know, community college. And then I had to go on to Barbara College. And my mom passed away in December 7, 2002. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was tough because I didn't know, you know, what to do. I had to come home and whatnot, but I didn't quit. I didn't, you know, give up. I didn't even take a semester off. When my mom passed away, I had to come back and take classes and take, do my finals and still, you know, kept on going. How did you, how did you find the strength to keep going in that time? You know, how did you do that? That that was an all all God thing, you know. Uh-huh. That was all all God. That was you know the strength that God was giving me. That you know it had it had to be Him, you know it was Him. Wow. I, even even when I was younger, it was all you know Him giving me the strength to 
to keep on going. Because I kept, I thought about, you know, giving up. I thought about ending my life. Mm-hmm. And I thought about, you know, just quitting. Yeah. And, I, you know, without him, I don't know where I would be. You know, I don't know even know if I would be here today. Right. Right. But right. I kept on, I kept on going and kept on, you know, persevering. Now, do you have siblings? I have one older sister. Okay. And one, my other sister, um, several years ago, she passed away. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You, you are a testament to resilience and perseverance. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. I mean, just with the physical obstacles, you know, the, the learning challenges, but you, you kept going. And my thing is, and see, I'm probably petty for saying this, but did you go back to that teacher and say, Hey, no, I, well, I did tell him, I did tell him at one point that I, I was in college and then I did, I did graduate. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, I'm petty. I would have gone back to the school and been like, hi, Mr. So-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, you know, it's just it's so, um, you know, I'm like, I'm loving I'm loving what you're doing. And I can talk to you forever about this because you are really a testament, you know, and it just. It makes it makes me think of when I think about, oh, my God, life is so rough. Oh, you know, I got to go through this. I got to go through that. It makes me think of, you know what? Why am I complaining? Why do you know? Why should I complain? Right. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's good. This episode is being sponsored by True Vision. Have you lost hope in starting your business? Lost steam or just do not know where to go from here? See with True Vision and define your path. The True Vision project seeks to heal, rebuild, and transform your online business from the inside out. For more information and early access for only Trina Talk listeners, into the True Vision Project, send an email to connect at definingpaths.info. Make sure to mention that you heard about it on Trina Talk. Are you ready for the questions? I'm ready for the questions. <laughs> okay. So don't be don't be afraid. Every time I say this to people, they get they get afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who or what motivates you? I think, you know, obviously God and also my, my parents motivate me as well. Okay. What demotivates you? I think what demotivates me is, is having, having to deal with some of the obstacles that I've had to face in life. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's one. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked out for your good? Definitely when that teacher said to me, I wouldn't make it in college. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, what is your fear? My fear, I would say probably, you know, living life alone, you know, once my, once my dad, you know, passes on. Mm, yeah, that's my fear too. Um, is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't. Say that again. Is there oh. a time that you is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? 
Yes. <laughs> you, you want, want to elaborate? You, you want me to tell you what it is? Yes. I would, I would probably say that there are times in my life when I wish I would have been more, been more, um, not persistent, but more motivated to ask a girl out. And I didn't do it, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. So here's the, here's the converse of this. Is there a time that you wish you had not done something? Yes, and um, let me think about what that could be. Probably when I, I there are probably times in my life when I, I've said things, you know, to people, and I wish later on that I would, you know, I, I bit my tongue afterwards. I was like, no, why did I say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is your definition of success? I don't know. I it's interesting to say that because I was just interviewing somebody a couple of weeks ago and he wasn't he was talking about, you know, the difference between success and winning. Yeah. And he was saying that there isn't really any success, it's more winning, you know, comparing to success and you know, I I don't know if I would, you know, if I have a definition of success. Okay. I would just, you know, I could think of, of you know maybe winning of being able to overcome certain things and overcoming certain, you know, events and issues in my life. Okay. How do you recharge? I recharge by, you know, by resting and by, you know, uh, reading my book, reading, you know, reading books and reading my Bible and just being able to talk with my friends and, you know, sometimes hanging out with my friends as well. Okay. What are you awesome at? <laughs> I'll probably say encouraging people, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. What legacy do you want to leave? I want to leave a legacy that Dorothy never gave up. That Dorothy was always, you know, always someone that that kept on getting up even when he was, you know, beaten down. Mm-hmm. Give the listeners one motivational takeaway. Don't give up in life. You know, if you feel, you know, like you're beaten down, if you feel like giving up, you know, don't don't give up and keep getting back up. There's always one more round. In your in your life. Wow, I love that. There is always one more round. Wow, I got to write that down. Okay, Dorsey, tell the listeners how they can connect with you. Get your book, and I didn't even ask: Are you doing besides your um, speaking and, and ministry? Are you doing any like coaching or anything like that? Or no, just that. Okay, so tell the listeners how they can get your book connect with you, all the good stuff. Yeah, you can basically you can find me on on my website, um, www.dorsey.com. And you can find all that information on there, my book, my podcast, and other information as well. Okay, so that's www.dorsey.com. 
rossministries.com. No, Ross. Ross. Okay. Dorsey Ross. Okay. So, so D-O-R-S-E-Y-R-O-S-S ministries.com. Right. Okay. Are you on like LinkedIn or anything? I'm not. I am, but I never use it, but I'm I'm more active on Facebook and on Instagram as well. Okay. So I'll friend you on Instagram then. I'll go out there and, and connect with you. But man, Dorsey, thank you for being on today and you have inspired me and impacted me and you know you seem like a cool guy so I I hope we (laughs) I hope we stay connected and stay in touch because yeah the world needs more Dorsey's around (laughs) (laughs) thank you if you like Trina Talk podcast please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.